Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. So to talk that and more, we're joined by Rory Dennis on the Overnight Crowd. He's a co-founder of edgeofthecrowd.com and cricket commentator for Flash Score Cricket. And he joins us on the Overnight Crowd. G'day, Rory. Good how are you going? It's good to be back with you again. Good, thank you, mate. Thank you so much for the time. Uh, the weather stayed away today in Sydney. We got ourselves a full day's play. Most awesomely, we are in a position for a result on day five. Yeah, it's looking that way, isn't it? The, uh, the rain just stayed away. It, looked, it was getting pretty dark towards the end there, wasn't it? But, um, yeah, we got through it. So good. We got the early start in as well. So full day of cricket for once. Usman Khawaja, the superstar of the test. Uh, I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. Uh, what a return to test cricket. Something so unlikely at points. He's playing with real freedom as well, backing up his first innings, 137, with 101 today. Yeah, that's it. He's, um, I've never seen him bat better, really. It's just been been perfect the whole way through. He hasn't really offered any chances. And, yeah, he seemed to come back, with, come back to the team with kind of a freedom that, I don't know, I guess only comes when you're 35, he's had a kid now and he's married, I think he's got other things to focus on. So, that's true. yeah, I don't think cricket's everything to anymore. I think that's important. Uh, Besto, he scored at a pretty great rate in his uh, 100 for England, but this was something else from Usman, really soaking up the moment, any momentum England had, and uh, just rapidly scoring from there. Yeah, that's it. England, they really looked in the game for the for that middle session there, and then they just kind of, I don't know, gave it up at T. Yeah. <laughs> They just they put the fields out and let Usman do his thing. They almost gave him that century, it seemed like. Just, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. I guess the four long test matches will get to you like that. Uh, Cameron Green, seemingly uh, witnessing the uh, culmination of all the hard work and the hard dismissals that he's had along the series. He finally found that line that he wanted to play and looked sparkling in his 74. Yeah, that's, we've always known he's had the talent for it, haven't we? And he's, we finally got to see it. So it's just been good to... Good to see him finally have a hit like that and, and get some runs on the board. It's the uh, Scotty Boland question, but this time it's about Usman Kawaja. Travis Head, the uh, left-handed Bradman, ready, snarling to go into the uh, fifth test. Does Uzi get in the side over Harris? Yeah, I think that's the way they're going to have to go, isn't it? You can't really uh, leave Head out the team. McKenney obviously made that 150 at the Gabba, and, yeah, it was just unlucky to catch COVID. He didn't even have any symptoms, but that's just the way it goes, and... Yeah, I think Usman has to play, doesn't he? 137, 101. You can't drop that. So, yeah, I think Harris, although he looked good uh, at the SCG and the MCG, I think he probably has to make way. So, I think that's probably you with your Usman fan club hat on. But uh, if we put your partiality hat on, the history that we know of Justin Langer and selections, do you think he gets a crack? Well, I just think, oh, well, Justin Langer, you never know what's going on there. But I think, <laughs> um, I think you'd have to, you just have to, know. You can't. You can't turn away You're not from pass those. Up. Yeah, yeah, one hundred and forty or two hundred and forty runs in the test. You can't really turn that down. Is Marcus Harris has obviously improved? We've seen that, but I don't think he's ever going to get to the class that you know uh, Usman Kawaja has. So, yeah, I think Usman he's just got to play. It'll be you know up there with the Brad Hodge two hundred at the Wacker sort of levels of yarn, won't it? If he doesn't get picked. Yeah, that's it. And I think if I just don't know why they wouldn't pick him. He's, he's the better batsman and. Yeah, sorry, Marcus, but you've got to sit on the sidelines, it looks like. Start uh, mixing the drinks. Uh, familiar story from England, wasn't it? Uh, the good times couldn't last longer than a session, maybe session and a half. The innings wrapped up with only 36 runs added to the score this morning. 
Yeah, that's it. I think Johnny Bester wanted to come out and score quickly, but it just it didn't happen. Obviously, Jack Leach went early, and then he didn't have a lot of faith in Stuart Broad or James Anderson. So, yeah, this, it's a very long tail that England obviously has, and yeah, there wasn't much happening. And Bester's obviously got that finger injury, uh, the thumb injury. So, yeah, it was it was never going well, and they were always going to have some kind of deficit. So, it's just a matter of how much they could could take that down by. The uh, slow action replay of uh, Johnny Bairstow copping that one on the thumb was uh, so scary. Uh, just to see uh, that thumb bend back uh, ways that you don't think is possible. And I think uh, Paddy Cummins is probably the least of the uh, Aussie bowlers that you'd like to get hit on the thumb by as well. Yeah, that's it. You're lucky he had that glove one. Otherwise, I think the thumb might have gone with the ball, to be honest with you. Liquid, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was one of the worst hits you've ever seen. I'll be surprised if after the test that's not uh, found to be broken. Just yeah, I, I couldn't believe the angle that it uh, be, that, uh yeah bent back at. Uh, we mentioned Scotty Boland in passing before, but this story, his story, continues to grow in its epicness and uh, superlatives as well. He's such a damaging bowler, though. Eleven wickets now into his Test career. Yeah, it's just been remarkable, hasn't he? A couple of Test matches, and he's he's looked like he should have been there for ten years. You know, <laughs> he just hits that line of length and seems to nip the ball around and takes the wickets. Um, obviously, it helps that they're playing England, but. Yeah, he's just got to stick around. I think he's, got to, he's obviously going to play in Hobart now that Josh Hazelwood's been ruled out. But I don't know. I think we've got to take him on more test tours. So, do you think he's a uh, or a big chance of uh, obviously being in the squad for uh, the upcoming Asian tours? But do you think he's an opp- opportunity to uh, get picked in the eleven across those tours as well? Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of test cricket to be played there, and there's questions about which players are going to actually go to Pakistan or not. And, who knows what's going to happen there. We might end up with Travis Head as test captain if Pat Cummins doesn't want to go. So you never know what's going to happen there. And I think Scott Boland's probably overtaken Michael Nisa for that 12th man spot. So, mm. yeah, he's definitely going to find a way to play at some point. Uh, do you have any concerns over Alex Carey's spot? A bit of a stitch up today to go out and get a golden duck before getting declared on just uh, following your dismissal? Yeah, I think that's an interesting what they did to him was interesting. I think it shows that he's probably pretty secure in that spot. Okay. If there was any chance he was going to be dropped, I don't think Pat Cummins would have sent him out there with, I guess, what was ultimately one ball to play. So, yeah, I think he's pretty settled. He'll at least play the next test, and then they'll probably take him overseas as well. Obviously, Josh Inglis is knocking the door down. I don't know. His batting hasn't been that great as of late. So, yeah, I'm not too sure what's going to happen there. But I think Alex Carey is probably the man they're going to take for the next five years, I think. I think he's you know tidy enough. He's doing the little things right, but haven't been blown away enough to say, "Yep, he's he's our guy." But then again, I don't exactly know what the marking criteria is for the role, to be honest. Yeah, that's it. I think wick keeping is a is a very odd job, and I think unless you've done it, it's it's pretty hard to <laughs> to kind of uh, rate those things. But he's looked pretty good. I think the dropped catch that he had the other day was mostly due to an inexperienced slip caught in together. Mm. I think once they play a few more tests together with Dave Warner and. Steve Smith in that slip court, and I think they'll spread out a little bit. They'll give each other their room, and those catches will be taken pretty easily, I would have thought. No Josh Hazelwood for the fifth test, as you were saying before. Uh, any chance we'll see uh, any other changes to the bowling cartel? Uh, Jai Richardson, perhaps, a chance to get back into the side? Yeah, I think there's definitely a chance there. I think Mitch Stark might have a rest. He's, he's obviously going four tests in a row, and we saw what happened against India after four tests, so... Yeah, I think there's a chance that we swap it around, especially if we go in 4 0 then give Joe Richardson a go. He obviously proved he can do it. So, mm. you know, give him the ball and see what happens under lights in Hobart. It should seem around nicely for him. 
Uh, Sam Billings was 90 minutes away from flying back home to the UK. He makes the 10-hour drive to Sydney, and he's a huge chance to play the next test. Yeah, not only that, I think he's a huge chance to be the next test captain. I think there's um, that's already been put in motion that he's a he's a future leader of England, definitely in the white ball format. And I think there's a a good chance if Joe Root wants to give up the job at some point over the next 12 months that Sam Billings might get it. Obviously, we saw Ollie Pope keep today. He looked good. But uh, I'm not sure he's quite full-time material like Sam Billings is. So, yeah, I think Sam will play. I don't think they would have kept him around if he wasn't going to play. So I think he'll play in that test. He'll make his debut. And I think he'll do a pretty good job as well. Huge call. Uh, I think uh, we saw just how vital a good keeper is today for England, uh, didn't we, with Ollie Pope bagging those chances that I think Josh Butler may have shelled. Yeah, I think Josh Butler's probably a better keeper overall, but uh, Ollie Pope's really just didn't. I don't know. He's probably pretty rested up, isn't he? So he's probably <laughs> not as um, not as tired as Josh Butler is after what was an IPL, a World Cup, and now four pretty difficult Test matches. So all right, okay. I'll yeah, I think jo- jo- yeah, <laughs> Josh Butler's pretty good, but yeah, Ollie Pope hasn't kept at the professional level in a long time. So okay, yeah, I think that um, yeah, Josh Butler's good, and I think he's probably played his last Test match. So I think he'd be focusing on the white ball stuff from now on. Rory, do you have any theories about why the bail didn't fall off when Cameron Green uh, bowled Ben Stokes? Uh, super glue. <laughs> I think he might want to be checking the English players' pockets. No, I'm not too, sh- I'm not too sure. I think Cameron Green might just want to bowl a bit quicker. Yeah, well, it's, it's but, uh, a decent <laughs> knock, wasn't it? And just uh, no movement at all from the bail. Yeah, so there was a they put in putting like his harder cement kind of stuff into the stumps because they got. The groundsman got told the day before that it was a bit loose, so right. that's part of it. And I just think there's just some angles that I think it kind of compressed the stumps together rather than splitting them in half just yep. from the angle that it hit. I don't know. Physics stuff that's all a bit complicated for us, I think. <laughs> uh, Will Pukowski making a return to club cricket today in Melbourne. He made 40. Not that it really matters, though. It's more important that he's healthy enough to be playing again, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I think he's playing great cricket. He might get a big bash call up next week. Could Everyone do. else seems to be. Uh, but yeah, obviously great to see him back. He hasn't played in a year and, you know, hit some runs and just just get him out there for a bit. And then he'll be, I'm sure, not too far away from the Australian colours again. That's what I was going to ask. Should all things go right, he scores runs and the opportunities in the lead up to the tour. Where do you rate his chances of going on that next tour? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I don't know if he'll play, but I think they'll definitely want him around. He's obviously one that is a 10-year player, isn't he if, he, if he can get it right. So, yeah, I think he'll probably hit some runs in the Shield matches after after the big bash finishes, and then he'll probably be on that tour. I don't know if he'll play in front of Kawaja, but I don't know. I think he'll go. Obviously, David Warner's career is coming to an end, whether that's the end of this year, end of next year, but it's definitely getting there. So he's definitely a long-term prospect that Australia is going to invest in, I think. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Shane Warne champing Chad Sayers on Twitter? I've got a few thoughts. I think he's a 52-year-old man that needs to grow up. Um, <laughs> Uh, he wasn't Shane mentioned. Warren has a lot of this. He wasn't mentioned. Yeah, so he, he, he's searching his name, right? Yeah, that was my favourite part of it. He searches, he searches his name on Twitter. We all know this. He's a, <laughs> got a massive ego and, yeah, there's a few other issues going on with Shane that I, I don't think we can mention. But, yeah, he's um he's an interesting character, that's for sure. And, yeah, I'm not too sure. Maybe some therapy might help there, Shane. Just so torn because he is my favourite all-time cricketer. But to see... You know, the slagging off of Stark, of Kawaja, of just some of the rhetoric around Pukowski and his return as well. It's just, it's hard to keep fandoming the man a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Same with me. Favourite spin bowler, obviously, one of my favourite players. But, 
you know, the stuff he said about Pukowski on commentary the other day was, um, I don't know, pretty bad at best and disgusting at worst, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah I think he, he needs to pull his head in a little bit, realise he's pretty influential and, um, yeah, just think about what he says before he says it. I'm feeling pretty chuffed tonight. I moved uh, Daniel Sams back into my Big Bash League super coach team. He went big tonight in his promotion to number four as well for the Thunder, scoring 98 runs. The Thunder are moving along uh, from a whisper to a roar as a chance to win the BBL, don't you think? Oh, 100%. The Thunder, uh, if they can stay healthy, and I think that's yeah. probably whoever stays the healthiest is probably going to win. I think that's probably the way to do it. But, yeah, he stood up with Sam Billings obviously being out of the England squad, so... Yeah, Daniel Sam was number four. Who would have thought? But, um, yeah, he got onto some, didn't he? Yeah. He went a long way. Himself, uh, Alex Hales as well, getting back into some form for the Thunder. And the import, Mohamed Hussain, uh, grabs another bag of three. He's uh, been a great get. Yeah, the, the Pakistan players, they come over and they just dominate in the big bash, don't they? Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. The, the overseas talent, I think, is definitely going to make a difference with all the, all the local players kind of being out with COVID, so... Yeah, it's going to be an interesting tournament, that's for sure. And I think the Thunder are definitely right up there. Well, Rory, thanks for the time very, uh, again, mate, and the expertise as well. Uh, we'll continue following your work on theedgeofthecrowd.com. Beautiful. Thanks for having me once again. That right there was Rory Dennis from edgeofthecrowd.com. He's a co-founder of that as well. It's a uh, new uh, project, so make sure you do go and check it out. Plenty of uh, fantastic young talent writing for that website. And he's also a cricket commentator for Flash Score Cricket and uh, does some great work when he joins us here on the Overnight Crowd. And uh, keen to get your thoughts in from the day's play with uh, us on the precipice of a result on day five. And that's going to be a pretty good feeling to have as uh, we're going through the weather report ahead of day four and we had that 90% chance of rain, a thunderstorm on its way but as Rory was saying just there it did uh, get dark towards the end of the day but uh, it held off and they got the full day's play in so fingers crossed we can do that again tomorrow for the day five of the fourth Ashes test and get ourselves to a result. Australia looking to move ahead 4-0 and keep the uh, 5-0 whitewash open for the uh, Hobart test and England looking to uh, well either tie it up with a draw at the very least or uh, move to 3-1 which would be some result from uh, the efforts that we've seen from them so far this Ashes series. But we want to hear from you on the Overnight Crowd about it all. 0433 98 1116 or 1300 736 736. You might even just want to brag, as I did, about getting Daniel Sams back into your big Bash League super coach team for the Overnight Crowd League. That could be just the uh, first thing that you want to text through. It could be your first time doing so on the Overnight Crowd, and we would love to hear from you. So 0433 98 1116. It is Paul Heath with you on the overnight crowd for this Saturday night into Sunday morning edition around the SEN network. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.